Just how good will Pitt's linebackers be? Could this be Bengali Kamara's big year? And folks, just how key is this linebacking core to Pitt's success? We're going to talk about the linebackers, what's happening to camp, and all of that and more on today's episode of the Locked On Pit Podcast. Our Locked On Pit, your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Pit Podcast, everybody. As always, I am your host, Nick Fairbaugh. And listen, folks, it's pit camp time. And we are officially today two weeks away from the backyard brawl. And we're going to start ramping up the backyard brawl content here very shortly because that's going to sneak up on us very, very very quickly but folks as always if you watch this on youtube make sure to like comment subscribe do all that good stuff you are watching this make sure to leave a review appreciate all of that stuff folks and folks i want to talk about the linebacker room a little bit today because this is an area of Pitt's defense that has kind of uncharted waters to it and it's easily the most uncertain um, of all the positions, right? You have that experienced back half with just no Damari Mathis, but even replacing Damari Mathis, you have guys like A.J. Woods and M.J. Devonshire that have played. Um, and obviously, Marquez Williams is that kind of constant stalwart on the other side. Eric Hallett and Brandon Hill, you trust those guys as your starting safeties every day, day in and day out, for good reason, because those guys have been there, they've done that, and they've done it at a high level. The defensive line, the only guy you lost from last year was Keyshawn Camp. So everyone there is back. However, when you look at this linebacking core, you lost Phil Campbell, you lost Cam Bright, you lost Chase Pine, you lost Johnny Patrician. So you lost four key pl- players here at this position. And so I, th- I think this was the position I came into looking the most at on defense, I wanted to see who would stand out. What did they look like? Um, what was going to happen? And so, you know, I've, I've gotten out to a practice or two now, um, and and I've talked to people around the program, and, and I've tried to kind of get the gauge of what's going on here at linebacker right now. What are they going to see? Well, let me just tell you this. I think that Pitt has an opportunity to have a real breakout guy here, and I, I keep hearing the buzz, the consistent buzz that I continue to hear for in this linebacker room outside of guys like Cervasier, Dennis, that obviously he's great. It is 100% Bengali Kamara. And Bengali Kamara is that type of guy, man. He is a really, really good football player. This is a guy that is, has an NFL frame, looks quicker than you would think, he showcased some good change of direction. He's done a lot of good things that, you know, you don't really think that a guy that looks like that, because he looks huge. I mean, he is big, man. He has huge muscles everywhere. He's about 6'2", maybe 225-ish, 230-ish, and he looks every bit of it. So this is a guy that has that NFL-ish type frame to him. 
And man, he he rocks it very well. And he looks quick. Uh, he looks explosive. He looks instinctive. And and that's the one thing, you know, when talking to Servasi Adanis, he said, listen, this guy isn't just necessarily good on the field or what you have seen there. It's obvious that he has athletic gifts and, and all of those things. But the biggest thing that stuck out, what, what Servasi Adanis said was, Listen, this is a guy that is stepping up. He's vocal. He's a leader. It's not just me anymore. Bengali is starting to get into that, too. And so I really like hearing that about a young player who, you know, hasn't played that much. Technically, has been in the program for a few years, though. So when you have guys like Tyler Wiltz and Shane Simon and Kyle Lewis and those young guys trying to kind of assimilate into this roof and try to get something going, that's a huge, huge thing, I think, for Pitt moving forward. So that's a very encouraging sign. And Ryan Manalike also had a lot of praise for Bengali Kamara. Just listen to what he said here. We talked a lot about Bengali standing out. What have you seen from him thus far through camp and how excited are you to see him in the scrimmage tomorrow? Yeah, Golly showed you know change of direction. Collision skills are improving. Um, assignments are on point. You see stringing, stringing together a lot of consistent days of performing at a high level. So he, he's doing it the right way. He's come a long way, and I'm excited about um, what he's able to do and excited to see him perform tomorrow. So, folks, easy to be excited about Bengali Kamara to me. And go back and watch what he did in the Peach Bowl. This is a guy that was really good. And, and talk, Iron Man talks about those collision skills, right? Uh, getting off those blocks. That was one of his best traits against Michigan State where he was able to use his length because this guy is long. And that's one of the things where you look at him and say, you know, you're going to get a considerable boost from him because he has that length and he has that ability to get off blocks at the second level. And not everything is just going to be swallowed up because he doesn't have that length. You know, he's very, very long. And so that's going to help him come downhill and be that run stuffer and be able to scrape over the top. Now, obviously, everything you want to do is scrape over the top, get skinny, avoid that contact altogether. But if you had to come down and blow up a run play and use your length and use your hands and, and use that power, Bengali Kamara has that. And I think that's very, very important to know because you got to have that stuff in order for something to work in that run game as a linebacker, specifically where Bengali Kamara will play. And he's going to play probably money and star. And, and it seems very likely that that is going to be where he looks. He's not going to play on the inside of Mike. You know, he's going to be cross-trained there because we'll talk about this later, but it sounds like versatility is going to be the name of the game here this year in this linebacking court. But Bengali Kamara specifically is going to hook in at that star position in the starting line, I think, and then move to money where he can attack a little bit. But that change of direction comment from Ryan Malek to me is the most important thing because that was maybe the one thing I, I kind of was worried about. If you're going to put Bengali Kamara at star, what are you going to get out of Bengali Kamara at star? I didn't know if that was the, the maximum use of his tool set, but if he's showcasing that change of direction, is able to flip his hips and get square, and is able to mirror guys in that slot role that Johnny Patrician did last year, I think Pitt could have a really nice star linebacker core there with him, Tyler Wilt, Solomon DeShields, and guys like that because you need that coverage guy. And I just didn't know Bengali Kamara was that guy. But if he is that guy and he's able to do that in addition to the 
just deconstructing blocks and being a good blitzer and being a leader and being instinctual, I really believe that Bengali Kamara is going to be the next big linebacker in this room. And I've said that for a while. I've been a Bengali Kamara guy for a while now. But I do think that this could be the big year for Bengali Kamara. But what's the overall philosophy here in this linebacking room? We're going to talk about that and why it's going to help Pitt in this season. But first, folks, I'm going to let you know about the the NHTCSA. Because, folks, listen, you're hanging out with some friends and putting back in a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many. As the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride. But no. You live nearby. You shouldn't get that rise, what you say. You can make it home easy. It's no big deal. But listen, folks, what, what are the odds that you get pulled over anyway is what you're thinking. And even so, what's the worst that can happen? Folks, it f- sounds like everyone knows the risks of drunk driving, but the results can often be tragic and often deadly. And that doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel under the influence anyway. You need to drive sober or you can get pulled over. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Folks, welcome back to the Lockdown Pit Podcast as we are going here through this linebacking core. And why I want to talk specifically about this new philosophy that we have heard about. Ryan Manilek talked about this. Karasia Dennis talked about this, and to me, it gives Pitt the versatility they have needed for a very long time in this room, and that is something that I really like about what they're doing. And so Ryan Manilek and Karasia Dennis both said they are cross-training everywhere. So... Everyone is 100% moving from money to Mike, star, and back. So everyone's playing every position. Now, you can have a view that a certain guy maybe isn't fit for Mike or certain guys isn't fit for star or certain guys isn't fit for money because we know what the certain skill sets are for those positions. Mike, you got to be a vocal leader. You got to be very smart, and you got to be able to get off blocks because you're the middle linebacker. Money, you got to be more of that attacking type. It's nice if you have that burst and you can get downhill, but you got to love attacking the football and be a good blitzer. Star, it's nice to have that attacking mindset, but really what it's about is coverage. So do you have that change of direction or are you athletic? But everyone's learning all those positions. So it doesn't matter maybe if you're a little less athletic. It doesn't matter if maybe you're a little smaller so you don't get off blocks. It doesn't matter maybe if you don't have more of that attacking mentality. Maybe you like sitting back in coverage a little bit more in your coverage linebacker. There are all those types on this pit team right now, but injuries can throw things for a ride. And being able to have these guys locked in and know the assignments of all three spots. For example, what if Cervasi Dennis got hurt? That would be catastrophic, right? And Dennis could play all three spots, and we know that. Dennis is one of those guys that's truly just moldable. He can play Mike, and that's probably where he's going to play the most this year because that's where they need him. But he's going to play a lot of money, and he'll probably play some star because he's really good in coverage too. He's kind of got all those things for him. And obviously, if you're hoping that you get that really good linebacker play, he's a huge crux of that. And so when I look at this linebacking core, it has the downhill thumper 
that's more of, say, a guy that's really good in the run game and a guy that can really work in short zones. And that guy's Brandon George. And so I like Brandon George to a degree, right? I like him at that Mike spot, but I also think he's got that mentality, that attack mentality to work on money. So, you know, Dennis injury scenario, he steps up at the mic, but also he can work out to the money. You look at a guy like Solomon DeShields, who is very athletic, has great change of direction, but also has that burst and that speed and that physicality for not just to go downhill and play whatever the heck he wants to do. That means he can play money or star. So you like that. Could he work inside? That's the transition that's going to be a little tougher for some of these guys. But a guy that I could see maybe making it and a guy that's making some waves is Aiden Henningham. You know, we kind of threw Aiden Henningham to the side as like a afterthought in this whole thing. And then Aiden Henningham is working at all three spots, mainly star first, but he's worked a lot at Mike. He's good. He's long. And that's the thing about Aiden Henningham is that, you know, he is a guy that really has that length, but he also is physical enough where, yeah, he's a former receiver, but don't let that trick you. This guy's 6'2", legit 225. He's transformed his body from a receiver body to a linebacker's body, and he has that length that you want to be inside. Um, and he's got that shiftiness too, that kind of receiver shiftiness that, that you see, right? He, he's maintained that, um, and that's been one of the things that's always been good about him. At his size, he's always been pretty good with his change of direction. And he can really scrape over the top and get right above you. And so, listen, if my middle linebacker can get off blocks, I want that the most. But I also want my middle linebacker to be able to just not get blocked. I want them to be able to avoid that. And so that has been something that I think Aiden Henningham has really worked on. I think that's something that he's going to really thrive in. So I think he can play all three spots. Shane Simon has really, really really high athletic upside. And so I think he could play at all three spots. Tyler Wiltz, a little smaller. He's probably a star, but it's good enough to cross-train him just in case anything happens. And so that is the exact thing that I look at here. You have to make sure that you cross-train your guys so they are ready for literally whatever comes for them. Because this linebacking room, it has enough depth now. You have the guys here. You have Solomon Shields. You have Aiden Henningham. You even have Kyle Lewis, who's a young freshman who I liked on tape. I don't think he's going to play much this year, but I do think he's going to have a big impact next year when Sebastian Dennis leaves and all those guys are out of the building. So I really like what he's shown, just kind of being that leader and that sponge. Um, so I like this linebacking room in the potential department. It's going to be about where you fit them in. And the fact that Manalek is cross-training them, well, you have those puzzle pieces where you can figure that out before week one. And then if an injury happens, well, you're not panicking. You know, you're not panicking to, to teach a guy that's only played money, Mike. You're not panicking a guy that's only played star or money. Hey, you don't have to panic that anymore because you have cross-training. So they should know all three spots. And so if you get an injury or whatever, these guys should be able to slot in, and you have your depth chart there based on what you want. And I think they have enough talent here to get by in that case, and I think that's a very smart way to look at it by Brian Manilak. But, folks, what else is here? What's there outside of Cervasi and who are going to start? Who are going to be the starters by the time the season rolls around? 
We're going to talk about that, but first let me let you know about BetOnline because BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including the MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sporting wagering information from live in-game betting, scores and podcasts they have you covered head to bet online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today bet online where the game starts welcome back to the locked on pit podcast everybody we're talking the linebackers here today we've talked a little bit about bengali kamara and why i think he's going to be a big breakout guy we talked about the philosophy and some maybe the more depth guys there. What's this depth chart going to look like? That's ultimately what's going to matter because you're going to see guys. I would still expect this to be 2D. And, you know, Ryan Malik said as such that it's probably going to be very similar to last year where they have a lot of guys coming in and out, keeping their guys fresh. So what's the starters? And there's been a competition everywhere. It's been a competition at money, at star, even at Mike, because what if they what if they like Tarasi Dennis more on the outside? That's always been a possibility. Now, I think that's what's going to end up happening. I think you're going to have Tarasi Dennis there in the middle, as expected, though, right? You expected to have Tarasi Dennis in the middle. And so that's where he's going to be. I expect him to be there. Back up at that spot, again, this is no surprise. It's going to be Brandon George. Because Brandon George is that dude where he just throws abandonment to the wind. He's reckless, and that's what you want in your linebacker. You want your linebacker to be that certified truth, right? You want him to be that bad dude that no one wants to go up against. I think Brandon George has that energy to him. So you really like to see that. Uh, Money, I'm telling you right now, I think the starting money is going to be Shane Simon. When I said I'd watched guys in practice and I'd asked around the program, when, when you talk to anyone about the linebacker room, they talk about Servastia Dennis, Bengali Kamara, and Shane Simon. I think Shane Simon ends up starting week one at the money spot. He's really taken to the teaching of Ryan Manilek, to Pat Narduzzi's defense, and he looks good. Uh, he is every bit of that physical specimen that I talked about. Super athletic, a very, very explosive. This guy has all of that, has that good speed, that range sideline to sideline. He's the perfect attacking money linebacker. So that is what you want to see from someone. And and I, I like Shane Simon because of what he has done and how he has adapted himself to this coaching staff and how they have really taken a liking to him because he's embraced the mentality of that money linebacker role. And so I think he's going to be that. And I think your starting star is going to end up being Bengali Kamara because I, I truly believe that they they have unlocked maybe something that we have not seen in Bengali Kamara. Now, he played money almost all of last year when he was in. And so that could be a little different for him. But, man, listen, the fact that the first thing Ryan Malik said when I asked him about Bengali Kamara was change of direction I think is huge for him because, listen, it's not like you can't have good change of direction at star linebacker. You have to have that. That is essentially piss nickel corner. Yeah, it's not – necessarily very common like that in college um, football at this point, right? You don't have your linebacker necessarily being 
your nickel corner, but Pat Narduzzi's defense is unlike any other. And that's really what it is. And so, Bengali Kamara's got to be good in coverage. And listen, if he's showcasing good change of direction, I know he has the speed. I know he has the explosiveness. If he's showcasing good change of direction, that's big. Now, back up at the star, this is going to be Tyler Wiltz. Um, and I would expect that to be the case because he, again, has only been on campus for a little bit, but you can see what they saw in him. He's small, but he's He's mighty. What I mean by mighty is this guy will hit you and he will lay that wood and he does not care. Um, so I like that about Tyler Wills. And when I got in person, I, he was a little smaller than I expected in terms of height, in terms of broad shoulders and in terms of what he actually had in his lower body. This dude is thick in his lower half. He's got a broad upper body. So he's got that kind of stocky build uh, that you would look at in a really Good, say five ten five eleven running back almost, but it's, instead it's in linebacker, and so he's a guy that actually I think is going to be ready to do those change of direction things. He's got that kind of explosiveness and that ability to head up on these guys, um, and I think he's going to be able to attack from that side too because he's one of those guys that you can see, man. He's got something in his eye that ain't right, and what I mean by that is you know you got to be a little insane to play linebacker. I really believe that you got to be a little insane to play linebacker because even in this modern game where it's such pass heavy and, and obviously you want coverage first linebackers and that run stopping stuff still matters. And in Pat Narduzzi's defense, especially it matters. So some of you guys you got to be a little insane to play linebacker. And there's a reason why, because you're going head on to collisions at the second level every time. And my friend, you are that line of defense you got to be a certified dude to play at linebacker. And I think Tyler Wilkes is a certified dude. And so that's something that I really liked about him. Now, money, listen, Aiden Heddingham has made strides. We'll see what comes out of that. But I think Solomon DeShield is a guy that ends up coming out of this probably as the backup money. And the reason why is look at the guy's athletic traits. And and we talked about Bengali Kamara having on that. Man, Solomon DeShields has that better he looks like that and remember this guy was a emergency wide receiver last year when he had the linebacker frame so this guy's a little bit crazy with the athleticism he really is an athletic freak and so i'm going to tell you this right now when i think of Solomon to shields i think of that untapped potential i don't know if he's going to be right good this year i don't know if he's going to be at the top of his game this year what I do know, though, is that Pitt has a really, really solid tackler, has a smart guy, and has a guy that is extremely athletic in him. And he's still very young. He's only a redshirt sophomore. And this is a guy that's obviously a special teams contributor. Uh, and he is a guy that has proven his ability to still come downhill and play with that physicality and be a good blitzer because he has worked on special teams. So you like that fact about it. I think the linebacker room – it's going to be decent enough this year because we have seen Shane Summon take those leaps, and they keep talking about Bengali Kamara with such high upside. And obviously, Servasier Dennis has the uh, has the ability to be first team All Conference, and that is obvious. His he is All American potential, of course. So you expect everything that you expect out of Servasier Dennis. This linebacker room is going to be fun to watch. I think they've got probably the most athletic linebacker room I have seen in a long time at Pitt. It's just a lot of overturning parts from last year. All The only two constants you have really in that room right now are Dennis and George. 
but you lose the, the starting two stars, and really you lose the starting two money backers too. So that's a, that's a blow to pit. And so we'll see how everyone adjusts to this, but they replace those guys with these uber-athletic guys. And that's the hope is that these guys end up being something pretty special because of their athleticism. And I think that is something that is certainly possible. All right, folks, we'll be back tomorrow talking a little bit about the defensive line and the secondary, including quotes from Charlie Partridge and others. As always, folks, make sure to like, comment, subscribe below. And as we end, as always, hail to Pitt.